Welcome to a new creation podcast. I'm your host Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of a new creation podcast is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. Everything has changed. Nothing is as it once was, nor will it ever be again. I keep hearing those same words resonate in my heart and I know that these words are from an unction of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit keeps prompting me to decree those words and as I decree and declare those words it is indeed so. In the Old Testament whenever a king would implement a law he would decree and declare it and as a result of the king decreeing and declaring a law the law would in fact take effect. It is very much the same with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit, who is God, gives us an option and gives us the permission to speak, that means God is up to something. That means that it has been initiated from the Lord himself. So change is here. Change is among us. And we're in the middle of it. Today's podcast message is New Place in God. We're in a new era. I look up the word era because whenever I'm going to use a word, I like to ensure that it will apply properly to the message that I'm sharing with with you. And so the word era, which is a noun, it means a period of time considered as being of a distinctive character. A point in time, especially one beginning a new or distinctive period. And this is from dictionary.com. That definition of era is very appropriate for what we're experiencing now. This period of time is very distinctive because first of all, we're in the middle of a pandemic, which usually is some sort of disease or anomaly, something unusual that affects the whole world. And that's what's happening with COVID-19. Also here in the United States, we're experiencing civil unrest. So we have a combination of a medical issue, emergency with COVID-19, and we also have our communities that are in the midst of civil unrest and people are protesting because of things that are happening in our community. So as we face those things, this new era, what is God saying to us during this? What is our new place in God, which is what we're going to be discussing here today? What does our sovereign Lord require of us in this present age? He's requiring that we recognize our position in him, who we are in him, and also for us to walk in the authority he has given us, while at the same time, being conformed to the image of Christ. See, when change takes place, and when it takes place of the magnitude we're experiencing, there is no going back to the same way of thinking, the same way of doing things, the same way of speaking. Our language has has to be the language of the kingdom. Our life has to change and adjust to where God is taking us. It ties 
directly into the purpose of a new creation podcast. A new creation podcast exists to teach people how to apply the word of God to their everyday life. Our everyday life is changing. God has already declared change has come. And so since change has come, it is very important for us to know how to adjust to what God is doing. How to adjust to the new place in God. New order of things. New dimension in God. New place in God. God reveals to us places in him we've never experienced before. And that's what we're about to embark on with the subject we're discussing today, a new place in God. That's what God is communicating to us during this era. Our relationship must move to new levels of understanding. And as Paul writes, the eyes of our understanding has to be open to the new revelation that we couldn't pass. We could not pass the test in, in the in the in the in different times because we didn't know that the test would be like what we have now. God always gives us tests when He's moving us to new dimensions and new levels in Him. He tests what's in our heart to see if we will obey Him. He tests what's in our in what's in our heart to ensure that we're we're align with him and with his divine purpose. So during this new time that we're experiencing, with that new time or that new era, it's a new place in God. God is moving us in new levels and new dimensions in him. In other words, we're going to experience things in him that we've never experienced before. It's an exciting time. Because we can anticipate newness. We can anticipate experiencing things we've never experienced before. And all the while, we'll be going, we'll be going in greater levels in him, being more and more conformed to the image of Christ, being more like Christ. It's going from glory to glory. I would compare it to when Moses asked God, when Moses had brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. He asked God in Exodus chapter 33 and his verse 18 B clause. He said, please show me your glory. Show me your glory. Let's take a look at that statement for a minute. I looked up the Hebrew word for glory. The Hebrew word translated glory is kabod. It's K-A-B-O-D. And it means weight. So Moses was asking the Lord, show me your weightiness. Show me your attributes. Show me your essence. That was the question that Moses asked God at that time. And as we experience this new era with the Lord, and as we move in new places in him, it will be very similar to what Moses asked. He asked about God showing him his glory. And God is going to show us more and more of himself so that we can live it out before men, so that people can see his glory shines through us as we evolve and become more like Christ in this new place in him.
it begins with our inner man, which is what's on the inside of us. In Psalm chapter 51, verse 6, and it's the New American Standard Bible, I'm going to read to you what it says. And, and this is what David wrote. It reads, Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being, and in the hidden part you will make me know wisdom. Listen to that scripture again. First he says, Behold. Behold means to stop and take a look at something. Don't just glance at it, but really behold it in your eyes. So David says, Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being, on the inside, and in the hidden part, you will make me know wisdom. David is referring to truth in his heart. It's the truth in the innermost being, in his heart. And he also says, and in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. God is not only going to bring out truth in his in the innermost part of him, but in his spirit man, he will know wisdom. Now, when the Bible refers to your heart, it's referencing the center of your being, the core of who you are. So as we move in a new place in God, new place in him, he begins with what's on the inside of us, transforming what's on the inside of us. Because if he can transform what's on the inside of us, that means that we will no longer be, as it says in Romans 12, be conformed to this world, but we will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And then we can prove whether it's that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Many people ask, what is the will of God for my life? How do I know God's will? You begin by allowing him to renew your mind and not being conformed or being shaped in the pattern of this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then that scripture says you can prove what is that good. Prove means to be mature, to show something. Prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so as God is moving us to that new place in him, and he's doing so by transforming our inner man, that means that that transformation, that change will be complete. It's not going to be halfway but it's going to be complete because God always does things he does things completely holy w-h-o-l-l-y it's wholeness that's what God does he doesn't do part of something and then stops he makes it whole see we can't see the spirit man but the spirit man is what is what communes with God Remember in John 4, 24, this is when Jesus was talking to the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well. He said, God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. What that scripture means is, since God is a spirit, that part of us, that spirit, is what worships God. There are three parts of us. There's our spirit, there's our soul, and we live in a body. The spirit part of us 
is the part that communes with God. That's the part that relates to God, not our body and not our soul. So when it's a God is spirit, that means that that is what our spirit man will be, be appealing to the spirit, the spirit of God. And we have to worship him, which means worship means to lift up someone, to adore them, to reverence them in our spirit. And it has to be done in truth. It cannot be done falsely. It cannot be done as a counterfeit. It has to be real. It has to be based on truth. And another part of the, another interpretation is truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In John 14, 6, no one comes to the Father except through me. So the other part of that is, in truth, it being real, it being not counterfeit, it's not being a lie, but also it has to be in the truth, who in Christ. We worship Christ, who is God, in spirit and in truth. Very powerful scripture there. The more time we spend with God, the more we become, we become more like him. Let me say that again. The more time we spend with God, the more we become more like him. And also he develops those attributes within us in order to build his character in us. We want to have the character of the Lord so that when people are around us, they know that we belong to him, that we belong to the Lord because they won't see us, but they will see his attributes flowing through us. This is why the Holy Spirit is revealing to us in this new era, our inward man. He's revealing what's on the inside of us. And those things that are on the inside of us that are not like him, we are to cast them aside. He's bringing them out to our attention so that what's left will be that which is like him. It's important for us to reflect on what resides on the inside of us in our innermost being, as what David referred to earlier. Because in Acts 17, verse 28, in the A class it says, for in him, meaning in Christ, we live and we move and we have our being. He's the only way that we can survive this life. We can survive this new era. We can survive a new place in him, only in him, only in Christ. Our focus can't be on our outward appearance, what's on the outside such as what we wear, how we style our hair, jewelry, what car we drive, the things that people value. But we have to submit to the Lord, submit to him, so that we value those things that he values. That's what's very important. And in 2 Corinthians 3, 5, I like this scripture says, not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God. Amen and amen. As I was studying, as I was communing with the Holy Spirit for this message, a place in God, I received a pro prophetic decree, and I'm going to share that with you now that the Holy Spirit gave me, and I'm going to decree right now. This is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and I'm going to share it with you. Hear me, says the Lord. Know when I am speaking. Know when I'm at work. Know when I'm on the move in the earth. 
Don't be distracted by all that's happening around you. Be mindful of what organization and causes you connect with. Remember, you are of a different kingdom. You represent the kingdom of God, a kingdom that will never end. Amen and amen. Hear the word of the Lord. God is calling us. He's calling us to know him. It's like what Paul said, that he would know Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship with his suffering. A place in him, this place that God is taking us to in him, is a deeper place. It's a new place in him, a place in him that we've never discovered before. And as we embark upon this new era and this new place in him, we have to learn to be still. We have to learn to spend time with him. We have to learn to submit to him. That's why in the book of James it says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. See, it comes first with submission to God. And that is how the kingdom of darkness does not have any rule on you, does not have any authority in your life because you're submitting, therefore, to God. Let's take a look at worship. That's a, this is another example, as I was studying, that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention. Worship. Worship as it relates to a new place in God. And this is what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. For worship. This is the place I want you to be in me, says the Lord. This is the example he gave me. If it's a situation such as what we're facing with COVID-19, most of us probably are living in a state where our churches are not quite open yet for service. And this is what he, he used this example. He said, if you can't get to a building, you have no internet connection at home and you can't go, go online, just me and you. What will you do? Talking about worship here. Talking about how you worship him in a pandemic. If you don't have access to the internet, you can't go to the church or the building. And it's just you and him. So you don't have the luxury of going even online to worship with another worship service because you have no internet connection. You can't go to church because we are in this pandemic in our, our home. God wants us to look at that particular scenario and answer, what would you do then? When I was meditating on that example myself, I went back to John chapter 4 when Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well, the Samaritan, the Samaritan woman. And Jesus said to her, when they were talking about worship, when he first came there and she gave him some water, they had a conversation. And she said that they, they, they as Samaritans, that they worship on the mountains. And she said that Jews said that they should worship in Jerusalem. And Jesus mentioned to her when he was talking about worship, he said that they worship, he said the Samaritans worship what they do not know because salvation is from the Jews. But he said something very interesting after that in John 4, 23. He said, but the hour is coming and now is 
when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeks such to worship him. And he goes on to say, God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Why am I bringing that up? The scenario, the scenario that the Holy Spirit gave us, gave a scenario where you could not leave your home to go to church. You could not get access online on the internet to commune with church. And it was just you and he together. How would you worship him? Here with this example of the Samaritan woman, Jesus answered this question and basically said to her, you have been worshiping. You've been looking at worshiping on a mountain and you've been speaking about the Jews saying that you have to worship only in Jerusalem. But he said it's going to come a time when you don't have any of those options. Isn't it very similar to what we have, very similar to what we have now in some cases? And he said, it's important that you are a true worshiper who the Father is seeking. If you are a true worshiper, one who the Father is, is seeking such to worship, it doesn't matter whether you're in Jerusalem. It doesn't matter whether you are at home with or without internet. It's just you and him one-on-one. -on -one. And that's what the Father is seeking because he's spirit. And you can worship him. Your spirit man can worship him. You can worship him with all that you have. And that is what the Lord wants for us. That new place in him. It's for the true worshipers, those who don't have to have a building to go in to worship, those who don't have to hear their pastor and their pastor only to worship, those who don't have to hear somebody who, who's a minister or someone to worship. They can worship God one-on-one. -on -one. It can just be them and their family or them by themselves. That's who the Father is seeking. And those are the people who have the heart that God is going to use during this time, this new place in him. That's that's what God is searching for as he searches our heart. The question is this. Will you miss your day of visitation looking for familiar, looking for something that's familiar, like a church or being able to go online? God wants you to meet him, just you yourself and him, to worship. A new place in God where the true worshipers are. This is our defining moment. It is. Our time is now to submit to the will of God and move to a new place in him. God will show himself in ways that we were, we've never seen before. We'll know that this is indeed a move of God. We will be able to discern the counterfeit from the real. The future is bright for those who will see it, embrace it, and prepare for it. Heavenly Father, I lift up every soul that's on this line today, God. I pray for those particularly who don't have a relationship with you, Heavenly Father, those who don't know you. God, I pray that they will hear a new place in God and know that you're calling them to come, come to you, so that they will not only have a new place in you, but they will have a place in you. God, I thank you for every soul that you brought here today to hear, to hear you. I pray that they heard you, not me, but they heard you, God, and that the Holy Spirit, you, the Holy Spirit, is drawing them to you. It is in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen.
Join me for next Thursday for a new creation podcast. I thank all of you for listening. There has been such a wonderful, wonderful response to the podcast. And as of right now, you will be able to receive the podcast by link. But in the next coming week, I will have a website and other ways in which you can find a new creation podcast. God bless each and every one of you. And I pray that you will move in a new place in him. Have a wonderful day.